Can we not take that? Well, we have to say Bob Ross. <laughs> we can't just say, yeah, we made that up. <laughs> Wait, okay, okay. No mistakes, heavy accidents. <laughs> Bob Ross. <laughs> Bob Ross. <laughs> <laughs> up everyone what's up everybody welcome back to raggedy, raggedy table dogs um okay so if you're listening right now that means you probably listened to our first episode and mm-hmm. you thought it was decent enough to come back so <laughs> thanks for coming back <laughs> um so yaya and i got a lot of great feedback on our first episode from a lot of people that we yes. love um and even some people i don't really talk to that much um, we appreciate it so so much yes. um but i think because of that too you know we've got so many things we want to talk about on this but for the second episode we were like okay like not feeling like a ton of pressure but we were like i i feel like this really sets the standard now for what we're gonna produce um mm-hmm. and so we recorded on tuesday a pretty long episode um on just unrealistic expe- expectations of college which we'll release at some point whether it be next week or whenever but I felt like after we recorded we were both like not that this isn't good content and not that we don't like it but just not as like vulnerable and transparent as I feel like we could have been and I like I don't know about you Madison but I personally felt like I was more so trying to figure out what other people wanted to mm. hear instead of like what I just had to say kind of thing like I could have just talked from my thoughts but yeah. I was feeling pressure to like yeah. be a good whatever yeah and you know we did this because we wanted we like in hopes that like you know obviously somebody could find encouragement about what from what we say or feel mm-hmm. like find relatable but also through us being vulnerable, maybe other people can see um, that being transparent and honest is a good thing. Definitely. Um, and it was funny, too, because last night, well, I'm going to be real yaya. <laughs> the guy had texted me, she was like, yo, I'm not doing good, bro. And and I was kind of feeling weird yesterday, too. Um, and so I was like, we need to just talk about it. Yeah, we really do. I was like, dude, we just need to talk about it. Like, we want to create a platform that promotes authenticity and transparency so we gotta just fucking do it yeah like vulnerability (laughs) isn't easy that's not um (laughs) but so let's just like dive right into it um i know that a lot of what we may say today maybe it's not super relatable but we're about to spill our guts about our life (laughs) surely you can find something that you're like hey i'm not alone in that yeah Okay. Well. Madison, do you want to start? Tell me tell me about what's been on your mind, what's been bothering you that you've been ignoring. Okay. So I feel like honestly, I um I'm I'm really happy. I'm doing really well. Okay. Um but I also can see myself go 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 and I'm making I'm not like making myself intentionally incredibly busy. I think in some a little bit, but like, I got home last night from hanging out with some buddies, and I just was so tired. Like, I'm exhausted. 
um, emotionally. And I think I'm my busy my busyness is not allowing me to be as intentional with myself as I want to be like I'm not allowing myself to decompress Mm -hmm. and not that I'm not allowing myself to think because I'm like I don't want to think about sad things it's not even that it's just like there's a lot to decompress about and you know I'm trying to like navigate like I can be happy and I can be okay Mm -hmm. but I also still have things to work on no definitely Um, like I mean, to be quite frank, like, life looked very different two months ago. And it's almost weird to look back and be like, that, like, I, I just, things are so drastically different. And that's great. But also, like, I'm trying to really, really navigate and figure out, okay, it's all me, baby. You know? Mm-hmm. Um and I feel more confident than I have in a long time, but I also, it's like, it's almost like when you're doing good, and you're like, there are those moments where all of a sudden, like, like, yeah, like yesterday, I was feeling pretty low about myself, and I was like, man, but I've been doing so good, Mm -hmm. but that's, like, it's okay to feel that way, yeah, and like, like, to have those days, mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that's kind of, I mean, obviously, so we'll keep talking, but like, what are some ways that, like, you know, before we get into my, all my stuff, <laughs> what are some ways that you find yourself, like, decompressing? Like, how how are you um, taking the initiative to be more intentional with yourself? Well, I think, like, I mean, right now, I don't really think I'm doing it at all. And not that I'm being careless about what I'm doing or what I'm saying. That's not it. Um, I just feel like, um, I'm like, oh, I'm... I'm happier. I'm I'm really happy. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean, genuinely. And I'm like, okay, so I'm good. Let's go. And so instead of like taking the time to be like, okay, well, there's still things we gotta work on and <laughs> yeah. navigate here. Um, and so I think like like this morning, I don't know, like how I decompress is like I listen to music, but mm-hmm. not just like I'm. It's not like I'm just listening to like Katy Perry or something. I usually listen to music a bit. Like I feel like I could really connect to. Um, there's like this song by Colony House that I've been like really clinging to. It's called Lose Control. Basically, it just talks about how like I desire control so much and to be at the forefront of my life mm-hmm. when in all reality that's not really how it works and that's something I have to give up. Um, because like to be honest as well, like, um, I feel like so many people in life, not so many people, um, I was talking to a freshman the other day or yesterday about how when you get into college, everybody's going through different stages of life rather than in high school and, you know, your whole life prior to that, everybody's walking through the same thing. But then you get to college and it's like, I'm going to be in school for 10 plus years. I'm going to get married. I'm doing this and that. And Mm -hmm. so, like, I think there is this part of me that kind of wishes, like, um, like, I'm thankful that this next year is going to be, um, for what God wants in my life, and I'm pumped about it, but there's also this part of me that does crave that stability in mm-hmm. a little bit once that um, little fairy tale that I think, you know, some people get, you know? Yeah. I think... What kind of fairy tale are you wanting? Or were you wanting the idea? I don't know. I think, like here's the thing like I was at a wedding on um Sunday and I felt kind of weird 
you know, just all the lovey-dovey stuff. I mean, I was really excited for those people. Um, but, you know, I had not that, like, I mean, I don't know. This is, like. Come on. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Tell us. <laughs> well, it was just very interesting because I was, like, life's looking a lot different for me right now than what it could have looked like. Mm-hmm. And while I find, um, I think, a lot of relief um, and joy, I think I'm like, I I mean, like, <laughs> a wedding is a wedding. I think sometimes people get married for a wedding and not a marriage. And any wedding is going to be happy and joyful and great, even if people aren't, those people aren't meant to be. And so, like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I <sighs> Well, that's a whole other thing, too. Like, I have, like. Oh, yeah, yeah, this is so vulnerable. <laughs> well, I mean, like, like I said, like, life looks so differently for, for, life looked so differently for me two months ago, and not only does life look different for me, look different now, there's also an entire future that looks very different, and mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm excited about that, and I am so stoked about that, but then there's also this part that I'm like, dang, it'd be cool to have a person, you know? Was it the thing that we talked about a while ago? When you were getting some crap, you know, from people like, I don't know, some people and you and I talked about how like, you know, it, we shouldn't feel bad if we wanted to take the route of like marriage mm-hmm. and settling down and all this stuff. Like, mm-hmm. yes, just because we have we are independent, you know, women and mm-hmm. everything. It doesn't mean that we can't just do the yeah. the norm. Like, of that's course. still fine, you know. I'm ex- like I feel like um, I'm I'm picking up pieces of old dreams mm-hmm. that I get to um, finally uh, really mm-hmm. invest in, but I'm still going through the pro- the process of um, like mourning the mo- mourning of what could have been, but also coming to the conclusion that um, like mourning what could have been, but also knowing that it's probably greater in my head than it w- what it would have been. Yeah, definitely. But, um, yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Yeah, yeah. What's, what's on your heart today? Um, you watched me struggle there for a second. That's your turn. I'm grilling you now, mofo. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, I don't know where to start. I think that yesterday was like, so there's a lot a lot of stuff that I feel like, you know, us as individuals go through. Again, like you said, we're all going through different stages of life and we have different experiences and everything. And so I feel like a lot of stuff has been built up since I was like young, mm. like when I first moved here until now. And I just never really dealt with it because I could push it to the side or push it down. Whereas yesterday, you know, I'm going to be real vulnerable. I get a text from my landlord basically just saying like hey we found your cat so you guys gotta leave but you know I was already planning on moving out so it doesn't affect me it affects my roommate because they're playing playing planning on staying there anyways long story short that's something that was in my face I could not push to the side I can't ignore it and so once when when I got that information it's like everything else that had been 
building up in my life, in my, you know, emotional health, all that stuff just like spilt over and my head was not in the game at all yesterday. I get that. And the big, big one that's been bothering me even till now, which I didn't think that it would affect me was, you know, I talked to our great friend Presley about this and you know, a really great friend, Alex, about this recently, how I've been wanting to have all these vulnerable conversations with people and being intentional with people. And I set people up on these really high pedestals. But then like when, when they do something that disappoints me you know I sort of like take them down a couple notches and stuff like that and so like recently I just feel like I've been disappointed by like me pouring into other people but I don't feel that back you know what I'm saying oh yeah entirely and it's just like also the people that I'm pouring into I know myself like I'm neglecting the people that are that I know will pour into me and so that's something that I've been struggling with too because it's also like well, I already know, you know, like, Renee or Mackenzie or Ollie, like, or you, like, Madison, like, you guys pour into me, so why am I neglecting or, like, I don't even know if neglecting is the right word, but, like, setting y'all aside to pour into all these people that aren't doing the same to me. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, I really relate to that. Um, I feel like <sighs> people used to be, like, don't cross the street for somebody who wouldn't cross the ocean for you and Mm -hmm. I used to be like well that's not true that's not what Jesus would do so let's cross the ocean for people who wouldn't who don't give a shit about us and I think that's great in a lot of ways but I also think that we you need to create boundaries but the people who are pouring into you and love you don't ever stop loving you because you decide to be intentional with other people Mm -hmm. you know I sometimes think that we think that friendships like okay you and me for example our friendship doesn't need a ton of maintenance no it doesn't we do not need to talk every day we don't have to talk every month but I know without a shadow of a doubt you are one of my best friends Mm -hmm. and I have never felt like other relationships in your life are prohibiting you from pouring into me Mm -hmm. and I think it's great that you're um, pouring into other people as much as you are I know it's hard when they don't reciprocate it back but I also think we've got to give some people some room to say it's not on them it's well, not. okay, here's, it's not on me that they don't recognize my worth, but also I, I think some people, not that they, I don't want to say some people don't know how to love other people, but I sometimes think that some people don't know how to be intentional. Yeah. And that's something I'm, you know, trying to keep in mind is also like my love language is so different from yeah. yours or whoever's as well. So I'm trying to like still show grace and all that stuff. Um, but you're allowed to be disappointed. Yeah, and I think that that's where I'm struggling with because it's like I don't like feeling disappointed, but I know I'm setting myself up to feel disappointed. But at the same time, I'm like, but I still want to give people grace. So Well, and it's hard, too, because you're like, damn, I'm really good at giving all the love. Can somebody give some of that shit <laughs> back to me? No, literally. Because um, it's always like, I don't know, I feel like maybe you can relate to this. You know, like, people, I don't want to say my reputation, but, like, what I'm known for is that, like, oh, yeah, 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 like, she's sweet, and mm. she likes to talk to people, and she's nice, da 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 
but it's always like sometimes the nice people and the really sweet people like I'm completely drained Mm. because I like you said you're not being intentional with yourself I'm not doing the same for myself and then when you also talked about feeling like you want to control everything but there's so many things that's completely out Mm -hmm. of our control that's something that I'm having a hard time doing and just like letting go and trusting God and just like taking care of everything well you know it's hard to like I have moments it's like I feel like I'm like the main character I'm like riding down the road windows down (laughs) listening to this uplifting song about freedom and life and I'm like I feel it I take it hold on wait you know what it's doing right now? It's static and... <laughs> God! Hello! Oh, wait. It stopped. Anyway. I'm like, Jesus, take the wheel. It's all you, baby. Woo-hoo. And it's like, um, like I feel like all last week, I was on that like, oh, man, I feel like just content in just the unknown. And I, and I still do. But then, like, nothing lasts forever, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I... I mean, I get what you're feeling entirely, and it's hard to be in that, like, almost like you can feel you, you're, you're like, being a human being. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're, like, craving control at all these things, and you're like, why does it bother me No, so literally. It, and you know it shouldn't, but it does. Yeah. But we don't give ourselves any room to feel those things because we feel like we're not supposed to feel them. Because we, like, I feel like society has taught us to hey, you're not supposed to deal with sad emotion and you're not even supposed to feel sad emotion or anger or this and that. I think it is completely fair and great if you were to sit down with yourself and say, I'm struggling to let go of control and that is okay that that I feel that way. Definitely. Because I think, um, you know, we crave um, instant satisfaction and like constantly mm-hmm. well like my thing so i feel like i'm w- where i am in life is something i've been pr- um wishing and praying for for a long time and it took a minute to get there not that i've got my shit together per se but i'm just saying like well i was watching um the prince of egypt <laughs> <laughs> such a good movie um but anyway just like you know like all these people were in misery for years and years and years and years and years but did god end up delivering them yes Yes. and so i think like patience is seriously such like a yeah it's a fucking good characteristic to have it's one to get but it's tough to get but it's well yeah and i'm definitely not patient (laughs) at all um but also wait i want to i want to pinpoint back to what you're saying about Mm -hmm. People's perception of you, which is just, oh, yeah, yeah, sweet. Because, mm-hmm. like, I'll be honest, like, you know, I think a lot of people perceive you, uh, like, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, she's so sweet, she's so awesome, she's mm-hmm. so, so great and great. But I think we do this thing where we show people this outside, you know, perception that we've created of us. Not to say that we're not awesome mm-hmm. and true. Well, we are. We are freaking great. Yeah. But <laughs> we only let people get so far. Yeah, I feel like that is like our very much like surface level personality is just like that Mm -hmm. you know what you see is what we are for sure but then it just like gets deeper and there's so many layers to us if you want to find out my thing like I was talking to a buddy one time and it was funny because he was the first person in a while that I felt like um 
I could relate to in this, but um, he was like, I keep up my barriers because I feel like people get excited about me and then they leave. And I was like, I fucking feel that. I feel like people are like, Madison Tree, so awesome. She's the best. Um, and then it's almost like that. Like, I, I feel like they put me to an unrealistic standard of, like, as a person. And then they see that I'm a person, a human being. And they're like, meh. Yeah. No, I'm right there with you. Like, I, one of my biggest fears, I have a lot of irrational fears. But one of my biggest, like, real fears is that not so f- so much that I'll end up alone, but that I'm alone. Like, um, last night when I was really going through it, I was really going through it. Yeah. And I, like, reached out to so many people. And, you know, they're all busy. And I, like, called them multiple times. And I, like, I also recognize, okay, like, they're busy, you know, they can't be there. And I have a problem with codependency for sure. And I'm trying to work on that for sure. But I think that's also, I was talking to my friend Cam about it, how, like, that's maybe God's way of being like, okay, Gaia, you literally can't talk to anyone else but me. I feel like even um, whether you're a Christian or not, religious or not, I think that life sets up moments for us. Um, you know, coincidence or not, whatever, where, like, we are forced to be alone and we don't want to deal with that shit. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I know so many people that are so afraid to be alone because they don't want to deal with all the mess. Not that, not that the mess is a bad mess, but, like, it's the messiness of being a human yeah. being. Like, it's the messiness like of all you, that and there's so have. much goodness to yes. that. But I think people, because some of that messiness isn't aligned to societal standards and what's expected of them, they freak out and i'm like own that shit own your messiness mm-hmm. i mean i say that and like last night i was like oh my god <laughs> struggling <laughs> <I'm> the worst <laughs> no literally and i don't know i think i i haven't like it's like i give a lot of grace to so many people but i'm not doing that for myself yeah like Dude, i set yeah. a higher standard for myself like way above everyone else's well, and, and i we hate know that. that like like i know people are gonna disappoint me you know Mm-hmm. But, like, I, for whatever reason, have to be top tier most of, like, I don't know. I just have to have my shit together. And I don't give myself that grace like you were talking about. But I'm being, I'm getting better at it. Good. And there's so Good. much freedom in it. Because I go, not that it's, like, a free pass to fuck up, but it's, like, I but am you're who I am. Like, yeah. Well, like, last night I was hanging out with some people and I left. And I was, like, man, I felt like I was just very overbearing in the conversation. Man, I felt like I just was so loud and too much. And I took a second, and I was like, maybe you were, maybe you weren't. It's over now, but you can get better at it. But also, you know, your desire to talk to people, to not just be loud, but you know what I mean? Like, there are qualities about you that are not so, like, awful, like I think I am. You know what I mean? No, definitely. No, yes. Yes. But it's got to be, like, it's like a mind thing. Like, you've got to be intentional about it. But Mm -hmm. you know what's so fucking weird is, like, I don't know. I think um, everybody's different, but it's like this voice in my head. But that voice is me, and I'm like, it's like, <laughs> like the Spider-Man meme where yeah. it's like Spider-Man like holding the gun to each other. Like, sp- but you, we are our worst enemy. We're our, our own worst enemy. <laughs> it sounds so cliche. We are our worst. I mean, we are. <laughs> um, and I, you know, okay, I'm gonna go back to what you said in the very beginning. Like you said, you're exhausted completely because you've been constantly on the go 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 and like i'm right there with you as soon as you said that i was like oh my goodness medicine (laughs) um but like i've been 
in all honesty, distracting myself because I don't know. There's just a lot of like bad things that happen in. in <coughs> <laughs> there's. Sorry. <laughs> Um, I I, I want to hear more about the bad thing. I don't want you to just say. I mean, if you don't want to, you don't have to. But if you're like bad things happen to me, I'm like, baby, this is about being vulnerable. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay, so I. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I definitely like you know you know Gavin, and sometimes during. Do you want to tell them about Gavin? Uh yeah, okay. So Gavin is a close friend of mine who passed away recently in end of may and you know the story of how he passed keep going i gotta go get water okay this <laughs> story of how he pa- <laughs> i'm sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> the story of how he passed isn't really mine to tell i feel like but it happened incredibly suddenly and I did grieve and I mourned and all that stuff, but then a lot of things piled up onto that. Like that was one of those events that happened that I couldn't ignore. Yeah. And then when I let al- or allowed myself to feel, I'm gonna be honest. Like I didn't stop crying mm. for like three days straight, and that was me feeling like the emotions from his death, but then everything else that piled on. And so after that moment, I was like, okay, I'm gonna stop crying altogether, and then like his that event just like I just put it in my back pocket and Mm. everything else that piled up and so I'm overflowing with all these you know little events I guess that's happened and I haven't thought about it but then my do you feel like though you haven't um been allowing yourself to process because you're tired of feeling all of that pain um definitely (laughs) i mean yeah i don't i don't like i don't like dwelling on it um because it it sucks like if if every single thought you have is all the negative thoughts it's like i've learned that whenever i start to spiral in those negative thoughts i immediately have to say to myself like okay you you need to stop instead of saying okay you need to take care of it i just say stop well you know in mourning like death um that's so brutal because it's just hard for our brains to comprehend. But I also think people think mourning, you know, you mourn for like a couple days or a week and then you're done. Yeah. You, to be honest, like, you know, Gavin, you are allowed to mourn him as long as you want. And I don't think that's something that you just get over. But I also think too, like, don't put him in your back pocket. Put him in the palm of your hand and, like, (laughs) recognize him and love him. Love the fact that you loved him so well um, instead of pretending that it didn't happen because you don't want to deal with that pain because I don't think that that's fair to who he was and his memory. Yeah, no, definitely. I don't know. And (sighs) just so many things, bro. Um, I don't know. Something happened to my friend that i'm a big empath i feel like you're also a big empath oh yeah baby (laughs) and it's like as soon as someone's hurting i feel that pain Mm. i feel that hurt and i just want to be there for them and i think that me being there for him and so many other people it's like i am completely drained and i don't want to deal with my stuff because i'm taking care of others 
too. I get that because I I feel it entirely. But if you don't give yourself space on the mm-hmm. plate, and I also think that goes back to you've got to see enough value in yourself to say I deserve a spot on the plate, a moment yeah. on the plate. And that's where I'm getting to. Like, mm-hmm. I'm I'm finally coming to the point of like, hey, you. You don't see my worth and my value? That's on you, not me. And I yeah. think for you, that's when you go, I've got to put Yaya as such a high priority and give herself, give, you know what I mean? Give myself, yeah, give no, yeah. Give yourself the space that you deserve to function mm-hmm. um, so that you can love people better. Because if you can't, you can't love somebody until you love yourself. Not that you don't, but no, you know what I mean? Like, I can't this take care of people of if that. I can't, if I don't take care of myself. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah. No, I agree 100%. And I also think, too, um, what a what a difficult and joyful journey it is to really navigate yourself and figure out the bits and pieces and to really not force yourself to love yourself, but to really fully feel and comprehend, like, man, like, I got some good, I got some good I'm shit. a good person, right? Well, yeah, but just, like, <laughs> there's just, like, maybe I'm not as awful as I feel that I am. Maybe I was made for something greater than this momentary affliction. That, get that tattooed. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were vulnerable. We, we were. And I hope that if you're still listening, which if you are, thank you. Yeah. Um, since we're about to wrap this up, um, I hope that you, uh, you know, really see what we want this to be. Yeah, uh, this podcast built off of transparency and authenticity from our experiences mm-hmm. to your ears. Yes. And we just ask that, I don't know, you be vulnerable with yourself. Yeah. Give yourself a plate. Give yourself a seat at the table um, because maybe as much as you feel like you don't deserve it. Because I've been there. Mm-hmm. Um, you do. Mm-hmm. And surround yourself with people that open the seat for you so that you can Absolutely. see it. Absolutely. Because I don't feel like I really had that until... Um, until recently. Until recently, yeah. No, I'm right there with you, too. And I hope that this brought you some comfort mm-hmm. um, in knowing that you're not alone in any of the struggles that you're going through. Yeah. Hell yeah. All righty. All righty, well, we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>